How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today we got a big game again for spring training Yankees against Boston. Um, obviously, two losses yesterday, not exactly what we wanted, but we did see some really nice performances, notably Jason Dominguez. Ryan and I were just discussing whether or not Jason Dominguez should be called up to the MLB. We kind of agree that he'll probably start in the minors, but if he's not going to be in the MLB, and there's a strong argument the way he's hitting now that he should be called up, he should at least be starting in AAA, even though he only played five games with Somerset in AA last year. Maybe he just gets elevated to AAA now, and then he kind of starts to get you know, some reps against AAA-level talent, uh, gets a little bit consist of consistency, and if the Yankees need him down the stretch, he'll be available and ready to make the jump. So definitely something to consider there. But today we want to talk about Domingo German, or Herman. Um, this is a player who is going to be supplementing a starting pitching spot for us. Of course, Frankie Montas, Carlos Rodon, both going to the injured list to start the season. Montas will be out until uh, August, most likely. Aaron Boots at best-case scenario, Rodon um, returns in April. So obviously we have to fill that starting spot. You know, there's two starting spots actually that need to be supplemented, whether that is Herman and Clark Schmidt, one of them, and they just kind of roll with somebody else, or they kind of platoon that last spot. We'll see what happens. But we want to, we want to talk about Herman today, and especially, specifically, how well he's performed this spring and what we expect from him. He had some pretty good quotes yesterday after his appearance. Um, so some good stuff here. Herman is definitely making a strong case to be that number four starter with those two guys out for the time being. Uh, but Ryan, before we dive into it, how do you do today, my friend? I'm doing great. You know, um, Domingo Herman was someone like I, I had come into the spring training with I'm very hell bent on Clark Schmidt getting the fifth starter job over uh, Domingo Herman. Uh, and then Carlos Rodon went down. So now uh, both of them are going to be in the rotation, most likely. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest signs for Domingo Herman that are, you know, really, it's really a positive sign is the increase in velocity, right? Um, his his curveball velocity is up two miles an hour. His change of velocity is up nearly two ticks. Uh, his fastball velocity is up nearly a mile an hour. Um, you know, these are, whenever you add mileage to your fastball, whenever you add mileage to your breaking ball, right? Like people don't really typically look at breaking ball velocity and say, oh, that's really important. But it correlates with with success, man. You know, harder breaking balls are going to get more swings and misses, right? Typically, you trade off, um, you know, velocity for movement. So, you know, you think of bigger uh, breaking pitches, they typically have lower velocities, right? And Herman doesn't have a big, like, sweeping curveball or a big looping curveball. Um, but adding velocity to it is definitely going to help. Um, and it's definitely going to make him a better pitcher. Um, it adds to, and in terms of velocity on his fastball, it adds to the light, life on his fastball. He's a lower slot guy. He releases from a lower... Um, you know, release height, which is a good thing for a four-seam fastball. Um, and it gets a decent amount of life. It has a, de a decently, it has decent induced vertical break, meaning that it can play up in the strike zone. And then from that lower slot, it's going to, you know, it's going to have a flatter angle as it approaches the plate. His fastballs are really bad last year. Him and Clark Schmidt share the exact same issue. They have really bad fastballs. And both of them, in different manners, have improved their fastballs. Clark Schmidt has just added a cutter and stopped throwing his four-seam fastball, which is a great thing. The four-seam fastball is awful. And Domingo Herman, instead of changing his pitch arsenal, has added velocity to it and has improved the shape of his fastball. We've heard David Cohn talk about this. We've heard Domingo Herman talk about this. We've heard Aaron Boone talk about this. Matt Blake. Just the, the crispness of the that fastball, just the improvement of his stuff, right? Um, when you are able to kind of improve your pitch shapes like that across the board, you're going to see more success. We know Herman has reached heights before where he's been able to be, you know, a guy who you rely upon to get a lot of, to throw us, um, you know, a decent amount of innings and also get you, um, you know, a, a good, a good, good production, right? You know, I know that in 2019, everyone looks at the 18 wins, but obviously wins and losses are not a pitcher's stat. Um, but the big thing that stands out there is the 110 ERA plus. So 
suggesting that his ERA was 10% better than league average, and he was also striking out nearly 10 batters per nine. So last year, we saw the strikeouts go down, and that was a big area of concern for me. When you're giving up a lot of contact, giving up a lot of home runs, and you don't have an abnormally low walk rate, that's typically going to lead to a high ERA. Instead, Domingo Herman has made the adjustment going out there, getting more strikeouts, getting more swings and misses, which comes with a better arsenal. Um, and if he's able to strike, have a league average strikeout rate, he's the guy who runs low BAPIPs. If you look at his career BAPIP against, it's like 250, 260. This could be a guy who gives you, you know, 10, 5 to 10% better ERA production than other pitchers, you're going to take that. That's going to be really beneficial for the Yankees, especially seeing, you know, number one, Carlos Rodon is down right now. And, you you know, you assume you're going to get him back soon. The, the, you know, the target date is mid-April, uh, but things can always go wrong. Number two, Severino and Nestor are still in that rotation. And we haven't seen Nestor in spring training yet. We know that he's going to pitch uh, apparently on the 19th, um, but, you know, you're still building him back up. Severino comes with a large injury risk. Garrett Cole's really the only guy there you trust to throw 200 innings. So even when Rodon comes back and even if Herman you know loses his spot to Clark Schmidt you're gonna need him to make starts and you're also gonna need him in that bullpen so uh wherever the Yankees need him Domingo Herman's stuff getting better is obviously just a massive uh swing in their favor the more I think about it the more I think that we're gonna end up trading Gleyber Torres for a starting pitcher or at least package him uh together with some sort of thing for a starting pitcher because right now you can't expect Montez to come back in, in August and make a significant impact. We don't even know. We, we don't know if he's actually going to make that comeback and be able to help this team significantly down the stretch. Rodon, of course, you know, we, we, we have high hopes for him. Like, we know he's going to come back. He's only going to be out for a couple of weeks, and then he should, you know, slot right back into his starting rotation spot um, and perform, you know, at least as much as we hope. Uh, but, of course, there is injury risk based on the history of his, you know, bill of health. And then, you know, you mentioned it. Nestor Cortez dealing with a hamstring injury doesn't really seem like it's a big deal. They were kind of being precautionary with it. He even said, like, it was just a little tweak. He was ended up pitching or some bullpen sessions, like, a couple days later. Um, and then, of course, Severino comes with a bigger injury risk. Played Pitched, like, 100 innings last year. They're trying to get him up to, like, 150 this year, I'd imagine. And he's kind of struggled to get going. But he, he's easing into things. He's getting better with every spring training start. Um, but Herman is a really interesting player because, you know, he's a good number five. Like, he can be a number five for you, but... You're asking him to be a number four right now with the injuries. You know, we would have preferred to have our full starting pitching unit healthy, obviously. But now we're relying on guys that alternatively, like, we wouldn't have been relying on so heavily. Her mom was always supposed to be, like, a what, like, you know, last resort type of situation. Um, but now we have no choice. And that, that's the sucky part is that we don't have a choice but to utilize him. Luckily, he's looking good this spring, um, and, and he's been pretty efficient. I think so far, what is he pitching – uh, 3.52 ERA, seven, over 7.2 innings. He's struck out 10 batters of the 0.78 whip. He's been good. Like, he's been solid. Um, The first appearance, or the second appearance, I think it was a little bit tough for him, but the first and third ones were good. Um, And he had a pretty interesting quote. I'll read you guys um, from yesterday's game afterward. He said, that was a key element to the successful campaign I had a few years back in 2019 um, when he had the 18-win campaign, Ryan, you mentioned before. I felt that I've been doing that at a good pace this year so far in camp, so really just looking to be aggressive in the zone and not wasting time there um boone said attacking but also he's such a good strike thrower so attacking it but attacking it with his best stuff don't hold anything back that's what that's what it's been good to see the crispness the sharpness of the stuff that's been consistently better that's been good to see so essentially they're asking him to be more aggressive that's what he did in 2019 you know kind of was approaching the 10 strikeouts per nine right he's been really aggressive this spring and it's been pretty uh productive for him so far so you love to see that in terms of him kind of changing his mentality and style back to the 2019 version where he was a little bit more aggressive with his stuff. Um, but 
Here's my question, uh, Ryan. I kind of what I brought up uh, at the beginning of my little rant here. Do you think that they end up trading for a starting pitcher based on the injuries and concerns that are kind of arising right now? Do you think that's something that's in the books for us? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm, I don't think so at this point. I, I look at it, the situation as, you know, the Yankees don't really, not that they don't need starting pitching depth, but I, I think they'll trade for it when they need it. I think they're optimistic that Domingo, Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt can, can get the job done, number one. But more importantly, number two, I, I think they're very confident that uh, Carlos Rodon will come back uh, and come back very soon. Um, and to me, at least, you know, I, I know that that can be a little bit like daunting to a lot of people. It's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, obviously you want you're going to assume the worst with an injury because this team has had injury issues in the past and they've had, you know, guys go down and, and, and critical guys go down. But End of the day, I, I can't sit here and try to pretend to be a doctor. I can't sit here and try to pretend that I know more than doctors. I can't sit here and try to pretend I can predict injuries. But what I can say is that the New York Yankees are going to trade for something when they need it. And Glaber Torres is, is, is such an again, he's such an important part of what this team does uh, offensively. You know, a lot of people don't realize. I'm looking at projections right now. Glaber Torres is their fourth projected hitter, and ranked fourth in WRC Plus amongst their projected hitters. It goes Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, and Torres. So are you trading that for a starting pitcher right now? He's their second best projected player in, in F-War at a 3.5. You know, these this is not easy. You can't, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to really, um, it's hard to really sit here and say that the Yankees should, you know, trade that simply because, well, they need starting pitching because, End of the day, I, I can't I, – I look at Glibertorius again. He's just so important to this team. Um, so in my eyes, at least, I view this as a situation where the Yankees are going to hold, hold on to Glibertorius. If they want a starting pitcher, they'll trade for one at some point. And also the starting pitching market on the trade front really isn't great. Like is is like Chris Flexen better than Clark Schmidt? I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, quite frankly, I would say no. Uh, so are you trading like Glibertorius or even a prospect in general or anyone in general for Chris Flexen to – takeaway starts from a better pitcher like you're making yourself a worse team um you know if there's a guy out there who's who becomes available and he's a quality starting pitcher and he is a clear upgrade over Herman or schmidt um and you feel confident in volpe go ahead pull the trigger on that deal but i just don't see that option available but of course you know there's always things available there's always that one move brian cashman makes that you're like what's going on here uh in a good or a bad way yeah i mean look cashman is uh kind of a polarizing variable in this entire equation. He misses a lot, and then he'll hit a couple on some low-key gems like Clay Holmes and, you know, Geo obviously in the past and Voight for a season. So he, he's really good at finding those, like, kind of low-key pieces, but he's terrible when it comes to actually acquiring big-name pieces like the Montasses of the world and so many players that he's completely missed on. It's It's been quite disappointing to see all the injuries. It just sucks to see the injuries happen during spring training, and, you know, I know Rizzo got scratched from today's lineup due to the back issue, so he's kind of been fighting through that. But for now... You know, when it comes to Domingo Herman, we're, we're confident he can get the job done. Clark Schmidt has had a little bit of an up-and-down spring training, so hopefully he can iron out his deficiencies and things he's going on with. Uh, maybe he's just trying to test new pitches. Of course, he's been trying to get that cutter involved, which has looked pretty solid, uh, but he's kind of gotten batted around a couple times. But, my friends, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on Domingo Herman. This starting pitching rotation, if the Yankees might want to go out and you know acquire another guy and trade some pieces for one, it's definitely an interesting uh, kind of situation that Cashman has to maneuver around, but um, we could have seen this coming from a million miles away. It's, you know, the Yankees do this every single year. They have these injuries that pop up during spring training, and then they don't really go away, and then things happen, and we end up trading for guys that are injury-prone or signing injury-prone guys, and of course, they get hurt because that's what they do. They get hurt. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is, but we, we move forward and hope that some of our guys can step up and have good seasons, but always happy to hear 
hear your perspectives below in the comments section. As always, my friends, make sure to like and subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.